Welcome, welcome to Living Box Free. I'm Becky Ford. And I'm Ashley Insights. And today we are joined by a special guest. I know we've mentioned this before, our gym. We are just so fortunate to meet amazing people from all different backgrounds. So we've got Jeff Allman with us today. Before we go deep into who Jeff is, we're going to start off with our question, what's on the rise for you this week? Ash, what's on the rise for you? Well, it turns out I'm getting bunk beds. Yay! In my house. <laughs> my roommate texted me to let me know that she's picking up a bunk bed on her way home. Apparently, the bottom is a full and the top is a twin, oh. which I'm, I'm having trouble even picturing. But it Sounds solid. A good sounds foundation. Very, yeah, good. <laughs> good for slumber parties. So I don't know. That'll be, that'll be an interesting experience. It'll go in yeah. the guest room, which is doubles as my office. So we'll mm. see. Yeah, maybe, maybe it'll be great. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. My Please On the do. Rise is a... For future on the rises, we'll see. Okay. If anyone well, falls off the bunk bed. Oh you my know. gosh. I've watched so many baby cartoons that just make me think of monkeys <laughs> jumping on the bed. <laughs> One fell off and bumped its head. Oh yeah, my that's gosh. Fair. That's it's fair. gonna yes. Yep. Ash knows that should be my on the rise, actually. Yeah, probably should. I have so many baby songs stuck in my head now. That's what Sawyer's really into. <laughs> and he does say E I E I O. He does, yeah. And he'll just look at you with these his big eyes and be like, E I E I O. And you're like, Oh yes, we'll listen to it again. I said no. For <laughs> the record. No. Good for I, you. Last night was he was like, E I E I O and I said, Nope. How about some seventies rock and roll instead? <laughs> <laughs> I I I admit, admitted this to Ash. I often wake up at like two or three a.m. Uh-huh. and so if it's busy work week, I'll think about work stuff. But lately, I wake up and then I just have kids' songs stuck in my head, and I'm like, "No, That's this is worst. a nightmare." I'm so sorry. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Jeff Jeff is in that realm somewhat, a little bit ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, how old's Tatum? Tatum's three. We have a three and an eight and an eighteen year old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Jeff, what's on the rise for you this week? I would say that, you know, I'm a business guy, so I would say the market is probably on the rise this week based on yeah. some things that are happening in the universe. So okay. that would be my on the rise. All right. Do you, when you wake up at 2 or 3 a.m., do you think about the market? I'm pretty focused on yeah. uh, markets and business in general if I'm up early like that, yeah. Jeff probably wakes up at 3 a.m. every day. Yeah. He's like, wait, that's, that's probably when your normal. alarm goes off, Becky? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's shaking his head yes. Uh Yeah, don't talk to my wife about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this podcast isn't about sleep, but it's about mentoring. But Becky, what's on the rise for you? Oh, did I not say? Oh, I feel like the baby song should count. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll add to that. On the rise for me, I'd also say new words. Mm -hmm. So maybe the songs are helping. Mm -hmm. He said owl the other day, bubbles. I love it when he says bubbles. It's really cute. (laughs) Yeah. Bubbles. Yeah. So new words and waking up at 3 a.m. with old McDonald's stuck in my head. His ability to put all kinds of inflection into the word no is really impressive. Oh, yeah. There's like a wide variety. No. And no. Yeah. Like, how dare you even ask? No with yeah. disgust. Yeah. No with a question mark. Yes. Yeah. It's really Lots impressive. It. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's what's on the rise for me. Lots of baby stuff, toddler stuff, I guess. Jeff, welcome. We're so glad to have you and that you made time to come join us. Uh, let's start. We're, we asked Jeff to join us. He is an accomplished businessman. He also, and he'll tell us a little bit about his background. He's also a certified coach, so an executive life coach. I don't know which term you like to use for yourself. Jeff is someone I met at the gym, and his wife and him, Tristan and I were talking, and I'm like, man, I, Jeff is like, He's awesome. Super cool. He's super cool and he's so experienced and so wise, but humble. And so we're just really glad to have you with us. And 
we're going to ask Jeff about mentoring. He mentors folks. I'm sure he probably has mentors. Uh, but first, Jeff, tell us about your background, who you are, and a little bit about where you've been. Okay, great. First of all, thanks, ladies, for having me. Um, it's been a blessing uh, being a part of the community and getting to know both of you better, obviously, and I'm happy to be here. So, you know, who am I? Uh, you know, I'm a 50-year-old uh, disciple, first of all. Mm. Um, I'm a husband, I guess, second. I'm a dad. I'm a business owner. I'm a business consultant, and I'm a professionally certified executive leadership coach. Um, I CrossFit every day to try to keep my mind and body moving in the right direction. And uh, I'm that guy that sleeps little, like you talked about. <laughs> yeah. And I'm constantly striving for personal growth, whether it be mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, whatever that looks like. I love the challenges of building, growing, and looking at how I'm showing up in it. Mm -hmm. um, that's been relatively new to me in the last 10 years of my life. Um, I enjoy creating. I'm a deal guy. I love scaling things and making it bigger and better. And, you know, I'm driven, motivated, and fearless in most instances, sometimes to a fault. Um, and I'm adaptable. You know, I, I try to adapt like water and be open to understanding different perspectives and seeing where that might take me in terms of my own personal growth. Um, where'd I come from, right? I mean, where's this guy come from? Grew up on the south side of Indy, small rural town, went to IU for undergrad, uh, hit Penn State for grad school, working full time at the time. Um, and I'm just, I'm that grinder that will just outwork the next guy. Mm. That's always been my yeah. approach. And, uh, you know, where that took me was first into trading coming out of IU and then literally around the globe building different finance related trading businesses until I returned home roughly five years ago. Um, that effort was an effort of refining myself, quite honestly, um, to get back to the things that were important to me. Uh, and that was following going through some of the hard stuff that life deals us, right? I mean, yeah. we're, we're put through storms uh, to be grown, I think. And um, I had some deep marks that were left both in my heart and my mind mm -hmm. that I had the gift of being able to reconcile um, in the last five years. So, you know, it's not, it's not always easy. It's not supposed to be. Those are the times that we grow the most. And, you know, I look back and say, okay, so what were those things, right? Your listeners are probably saying, okay, so what was some of that? Just to scratch the surface, I'll, you know, I was in the building 9-11. Um, I was in an auto accident. It was a no-fault accident where there was a fatality at a younger age than that. Um, massive career transitions, divorce, you know, self-medicating to resolve uh, some of that deep underlying stuff that was going on. And literally things that were in my bag, I didn't even know were in there Yeah, that I needed to jump into and go through to evolve as the best version of me, which I'm pretty happy to say at this stage of my life, uh, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. So um, that said, you know, it, it goes back to two things as I think about myself and I think about others. Uh, my, my mentors that have gone through really hard stuff, the most powerful things they had in their life uh, that truly took them to the levels they've been at have been, uh, one, the pains they went through, but two, their willingness to walk in the, in the bathroom, look in the mirror and say, okay, where am I in this? And let's get vulnerable. Let's surround myself with people that I can trust and dig deep into 
where I want to be, get intentional with that. So, and that's not a, that's not a moment by moment thing. That's an every moment kind of thing. So yeah, a little, a little depth to the pool there. <laughs> yes. Um, I have so many questions already, but they're not about mentoring. So better keep moving. <laughs> but I would, I would, I would lay it out that way. Yeah. And you know, I'm that guy that's trying to show up as the best version of me every day. And I'm fortunate to be able to do that. And that's how I look at it. Yep. I love that you share your journey that goes much deeper than a resume too. Mm. And, and that that is where a lot of that growth has come from through those headwinds and dealing with adversity and looking in the mirror. You're obviously very self-aware, which is super cool to hear. Mm. We talked about self-awareness on one of our last podcasts. We did. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, and I also love that you, we hear so much about growth. Like you start off that you're you're a 50 year old man, you know, yeah. and, and just even now you're still pursuing growth and knowing that we can always continue to better ourselves and try to be our best selves and how good that feels when you are uh, stepping into that growth, which is just like the perfect, if we think about the foundation of like, why do we seek out mentors? Why should we have a mentor? It, that constant pursuit of growth, learning from others. Um, so really great, you know, value driver there that we're hearing that can help us. Um, and you talked about those mentors you've learned from. So that was, that was very cool to hear, but also recognition that it's not easy. And the things that cause us to need mentors and outside sources and those trusted people that you talked about, those are not easy things. They're usually pretty, pretty darn difficult. And you made a list, Mm -hmm. a pretty good list there of difficult things. Very tough. I mean, and finding the right mentor is such a challenge, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. their values have to align with your values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you even recognize your own values? Do you know what those truly are? And can you recognize that in another? Uh, there's a list of things that go with that, right? I mean, a mentor, what's a mentor? Yeah, let's I, talk about that. I'm sure you, you know, I, I Googled it, yeah. right? It's an experienced and trusted advisor, mm-hmm. right? It's pretty straightforward. And you can't just go find those experienced and trusted advisors on a shelf. Yep waiting to serve you in some fashion. So it's, it's challenging to find that right fit. Yep. What can you unpack a little bit more the difference between a mentor relationship versus a relationship with someone like a coach or maybe even a therapist? Mm, Cause yeah. sometimes like you, and I, I love that you Googled mentor to have that concise, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. what it is, but to help us understand how is it different than other roles? And like, why might we seek a mentor relationship versus a coach or a therapist, for example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have some thoughts and, you know, my views aren't always the exact right views, but I'll share them with you, right? As a coach, as a professional certified coach, I mean, to me, uh, what a coach is, it's someone that's forward focused. You pay them to help you see how you're showing up without them telling you how you're showing up. Hmm. That's what a coach does, mm-hmm. right? They hold you accountable for the work that you identify that you want to do. Mm-hmm. They don't identify it. You identify it. And if they're good at what they do, they have tools in their toolbox that help you see how you're showing up on your own. They may walk you in. You may ask them to put on a consultant hat during that coaching session, which they can do, mm-hmm. um, and, and give you some feedback around direction or thoughts. Um, but that toolbox simply has methods in which you might work on towards changing or shifting or deploying different methods to show up as a different version of you because everything we do 
can be grown, can be shifted, can be changed, period. Mm-hmm. No debate about it, no matter what it is. It's about how bad you want it. Yep. If you want it, you'll get it. And if you live it, then you truly want it. Mm-hmm. And th- th- that's from a coaching perspective. Those are the only kind of clients today that I work with because um, they're, they're ready for the shift. They want the shift. They want to yeah. do that kind of stuff, right? You know, a consultant, what's a consultant going to do? They're not a coach. A consultant is going to come into your organization or to you personally and say, here's what I recommend. Mm-hmm. Let me help you do it. Yeah. Let me put it, be hands-on. Let me work towards implementing. Let me help you shift your culture. Let me help you do the things you need to do to move the ball from A to B at the end of the day. Um, therapist, um, therapy, valuable, absolutely th- valuable. And, you know, I grew up in a generation where at a time where therapy was looked down upon, mm-hmm. you know, therapy has been some of the most rewarding work I've ever done. I mean, it's been the gift mm-hmm. of really getting under the hood to understand, okay, all these things are part of who you are. Okay. What do you like about that? What don't you like about that? And then understanding how you shift that. The therapist works through the past. They want to look back. They want to reconcile. They want to reposition. They want to bring awareness. There's no accountability. There's no coaching log that says, oh, we talked about this in session three. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, they help you think through traumas and upbringing and life events that took you to where you are today and maybe help you recognize how to maneuver out of that or just sit in that for a while because a lot of times you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you also, did you say manager, Becky? I didn't, but let's talk about that too, the role of the manager. Yeah. Because a lot of times the co- there's conflict there, right? The manager and the mentor mm-hmm. can sometimes fall in the same bucket. Um, to me, I, I, I don't think that's ideal, but it's worked. In my past, I've had that happen. And it's worked quite well. Um, the manager is looking at deliverables. They're on. They're task oriented. They're all about execution and accountability and development of you as a employee. If you're, if they're good, mm-hmm. but in today's society, in this environment, it, it's very challenging to find someone not working towards their own agenda versus serving yours, which is truly what a mentor does. Mm-hmm. In my experience in my eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that helps a lot. And I know before we started this podcast, I told Jeff that some young, young professionals that I work with were the ones who said, okay, what, I think I need a mentor. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? And I think I need a mentor or do I need a coach? I don't know. (laughs) So thank you for breaking that down a little bit more because even today, those those words sometimes I think we use in different contexts and it can be confusing. And if you choose the wrong one, it can be, or not the wrong one, there isn't really a wrong one, but if you choose the wrong one for what you're hoping to accomplish, mm-hmm. it can be super frustrating. I asked a professor in college to be my mentor and we just weren't on the same page at all. And But I wasn't really sure what I needed. And so we ended up just sitting in her office one hour a week. And it was so frustrating because I I wasn't getting what I was hoping for. And she knew she wasn't really helping me because she could, she could just tell, but if we weren't on the same page and we couldn't figure out, so it wasn't a great mentor relationship, but it wasn't her fault. It wasn't my fault. It just wasn't, we didn't define it well. 
So I think finding the right one to begin with is important. Yeah. And I, I love that you have an example all the way back to college. College. Asking someone be like, hey, will you be my mentor? And even back then we're like, I know I'm supposed to have one, I, I think. I need will you do someone. This for me? Yeah, yeah. For me, it was more, I need somebody. Yeah. So I need someone to speak into my life because it's a mess. Mm-hmm. And I need someone's opinion and someone to ground me. Mm. Yep. Who should have a mentor? <laughs> I, I think your question is better answered by who should not. Ooh. <laughs> mic drop. Oh, wait. It's attached to the table. I can't <laughs> drop it. Yeah. Who should not have a mentor? I mean, who shouldn't have a mentor is yeah. how I look at it. I mean... It, we're not built to do life alone. Mm. We're built to do life in community and we're built to constantly progress in terms of who we are and what we're becoming and our purpose for those around us, not just for ourselves. So unless you can do that on your own, which is pretty difficult, I think a lot of, a lot of people do believe they can and fail miserably. Uh, it comes to light pretty quick. Yep. Who shouldn't have a mentor? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody shouldn't have a... Well, that's a double negative. That's yeah. real confusing. It emphasizes the point. Good job, Ash. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, let's, you've mentioned before when you're talking about who you are, your background, you even talked about some mentors who helped influence your journey in your life. Yeah. So as you think about the best mentor-mentee relationship you've had, how did it make you feel and, and how did it grow you? We've talked a lot about growth. So what did that relationship look like and feel like? Uh, the relationship, it, it, it felt like trust. It felt like they had experience. It felt like um, I personally was motivated, but they too were motivated to serve and, and see me be lifted up and succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- they could challenge me. And I, sometimes a healthy way, sometimes not such a healthy way of, are, are you going to step up or are you not? And you're as good as your last deal, by the way. So how good are you? Yeah. Which to me is that lights the fuse and that's something that really is motivating to me. Um, they're driving, they're encouraging their emotional support in the goods and the bads because there's going to be inevitably a ton of both. And they're there to, to, to basically uh, listen, not always tell they'll tell when asked, but they don't always have to have the answers. Hmm. Um, that's been my experience with the multiple mentors I've had in different facets of my life. Some of those challenging questions that you even just gave some examples, just to me reiterates the importance of trust. Like you started with having that foundation of trust that they want you to grow. And that's why they're pushing you or asking you, well, are you going to do that? Or Mm -hmm. have you lived up to that? Uh, so that, you know, when, and just as I think about, people in my life who've been mentors or who I informally see as mentors that trust and their, their credibility and them walking the talk. That's something that definitely stands out to me that I also heard as you shared some of your, your reflections there as a mentee. So you've obviously, you just talked about some mentors in your life Mm -hmm. as the mentee, the person being mentored, what does good look like 
Like, what should you be doing as a mentee? Wow. And this is, that's a great question. I love the question because it's, um, I look back 20 years ago in my life and I would give you a totally different answer than I give Mm -hmm. you today. Mm -hmm. And the reason I give you the answer I give you today is because all of us have limited bandwidth and there's noise everywhere. So, you know, as a mentor, you want to see your mentee be aware of that. Always understanding that, always always striving to, to be focused and present and organized. I mean, a good mentee does a couple of things. First of all, they listen. Uh, my favorite word is that they're a sponge. <laughs> um, they stay connected, meaning they're communicating. They're communicative over the top. Uh, they're reaching out. You're not chasing them. They're chasing you. Not chasing, but you have the proper boundaries in place on terms of how you communicate and when you communicate. And is that by text? And is it before 5 a.m.? Or is it after? And mm-hmm. how does that look? Um, and is maybe it at 3 a.m. when Jeff is already awake? And maybe it's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make sure your phone's on silence because right? yeah. it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, my guys know that. And um, my wife will tell you that. I mean, she's just... You know, it's, it's nonstop. It has to be because we're always in it if you're really in it and you're to be present, you need to be sharing the things that are hitting you when it's hitting you. Mm -hmm. So you're sharing that. Um, another big piece, they need to be, you know, open and vulnerable and sharing everything. And, you know, I want them to be hungry. Mm Mm-hmm. And driven at the same time. I mean, those are those are big qualities that that drive the result that they're looking for ultimately, and help them not uh, waste their time or yours in terms of them getting from the, where they are to where it is that they're trying to go. I I love all that, and it makes total sense to me. It feels very self motivated. Which, if your issue is self motivation, mm. that feels like it could be a, a difficult cycle to end up in. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on that, on what, how that could change or be different? Yeah, self-motivation. I actually have a piece about that in mm-hmm. some of the notes that I wrote down for yeah. today. Um, because that's a big thing, right? Um, let's just talk about that for a second. Like in the businesses I run and, and the clients I work with, right, I want them to be PhDs. What does that mean? It means poor, hungry, and driven. Hmm. That's it. If I have someone that's poor, hungry, and driven, the world is their oyster because they're showing up mm-hmm. all the time when it's all said and done. And if, if you're not motivated, then I think it's time to step back out of anything it is you're doing on this planet and say, Time out. What do I love? Mm-hmm. Why do I love it? What motivates me? What's my true passion? What's my true purpose? That's the first question anyone should be asking based yeah. on where they are. Because what? We, we have a, a pretty limited window of time on this planet. You know, give, me, give me 80 years and <laughs> I'll say it was a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. Right? And you look back and t- 
time is gone. Look at Sawyer as an example. It happened so fast. And as a guy that's reset careers, has been through massive career transition, I wasn't always in trading and finance. I've moved. I didn't show up back in Indiana, which is my home hometown, with a professionally certified coaching certification. I showed up back in Indiana, you know, fresh from New York and high-level finance. I said, what now? I need to shift this. Where is my true passion? Mm -hmm. What do I want to do with my life? And who can I serve when that's all said and done? And that's constantly morphing still. Yeah. So someone that's not self-motivated, um, I, I take it back to, okay, reevaluate why you're where you are, where it is yeah. you truly want to be, and then look at your routine. Mm-hmm. What is it that you do every day that's the same every day that gets you to where it is that you say you want to go? Yeah. Do the work. Period. Do the work. My, a couple of my friends took me out for a belated birthday brunch yesterday, and they had found out that uh, in some of my other friend groups, we do birthday questions. <laughs> and so they were in, mostly making fun of me, but which is fine. I thought it was funny. Um, they were looking up questions online and asking me those questions. And we got to the question, um, what are you willing to struggle for this year? Ooh, I like it. It's a good question, yeah. right? And they just, you know, kind of kept asking me to narrow it down to one thing. And I was like, I feel like everything in my life, I've chosen to have it in my life. And so I'm willing to struggle for it. And that's what it sounds like to me, Jeff, finding what it is that you're willing to be self-motivated in, you're willing to struggle for, you're willing to fight for, and then finding someone who can encourage you in that. Oh, Ashley, like... People, as, as humans, I'm convinced we understand two things. We understand pain, yeah. mm-hmm. and we understand the word no. <laughs> That's it. And I struggle today to do the things I'm trying to do that are not in my wheelhouse of having done for 50 years. Yeah. Right? And I welcome that struggle. I get up every morning and get punched in the face, and I get up and I do it again. <laughs> and I keep or hit with the baseball bat, mm-hmm. as some might say, because <laughs> it feels that way a lot of times. But I love it. Yeah. I'm motivated by it. I'm getting stronger from it every day. And if, if you can't live your life that way, if you can't look back and say, man, I'm exhausted from making those efforts, what's the point? Mm-hmm. I mean, why do we do it? Since life is hard anyway. It, it is. It's, it's guaranteed not like it would to be, be easy hard. otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. We're guaranteed a few things a lot of storms and a lot of struggle. Yeah. And we can take that two directions. We can take that victim or we can take that ownership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that Ash also mentioned having people in your life that support you. Mm-hmm. And I even think, Jeff, as you talk about getting hit in the face with a baseball bat, or I picture back flopping <laughs> while doing a handstand walk. That's what I picture not that that's a recent experience maybe it is but it's like having people in your life too who are like yeah keep trying yeah like Mm -hmm. congratulations for putting forth that effort I think that goes a long way in I mean I am an extrovert but in helping me like keep that motivation high is having friends or relationships that support that work ethic and they even when you get hit in the face with a baseball bat Mm -hmm. or you back flop and knock the air out of you they're like Way to go. Like you're yeah. trying. And and that's I know that's one thing I appreciate about a lot of the people in my close network who are close to me. 
they're like, yeah, keep, you're doing awesome. Eventually you'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure mentors, it's very similar. Uh, even if you try as a mentee and you fail, I'm sure if you've got a good mentor, they're going to be like, wait, it, wait to try that on. Yeah. If you have to fail. Yeah. If you're not failing, you're not pushing hard enough. I mean, I was a cyclist at IU, right? Like if there wasn't a, a pretty critical crash once a year, you're not racing. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. like failure should be welcomed because it's your deepest and best growth. When it's all said and done, you know, you mentioned like, what do you want out of a mentee? And, you know, I I want a mentee that's not afraid to fail, you know, and they're clear on what they're working on and why it's important to them and what's standing in the way of them succeeding at that. And what's the true goal at the end of that plan? I mean, you want someone that's thought that through and they're willing to suffer a little bit Mm -hmm. um, because pain's inevitable. Mm -hmm. Suffering is an option. Right, you have to be willing to suffer a little bit, yeah, to get it to where it is that you really want to go, mm-hmm. versus just being content where you are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's let's get to some logistical questions here because I know some of the folks who've gave us the idea for this podcast also are like, well, how how do I select a mentor? <laughs> but how how? Okay, I oh, you've convinced me, Jeff. I need a mentor. Who doesn't need a mentor? How do I select one? Do I need to like formally ask them? So what are some of your tips there for someone who's seeking a mentor and to create that type of relationship who doesn't have it yet? You know, that's a hard one because everyone's situation is so different, right? Um, First and foremost, I would look to build relationships in areas that you're striving to be a part of. So if that's in your existing, say you're part of a company and maybe it's not your manager, but it's your manager's manager that you endear yourself to, right? And you can bounce a couple things off of, and they're willing to talk to you about things. So build, build relationships mm-hmm. would be my number one uh, piece with that. You know, the other, other piece of that would be add value, you know, to those relationships that you have. Because when you're adding value to those relationships and you're bringing something to the table that's not just about you, right? You're showing up and you're present. And anyone that's, uh, whether it be someone that's managing, whether it be someone that's, that's got more experience than you, whether it be an, an elder that knows you through different channels, as such as your CrossFit box or different groups mm-hmm. you're a part of or whatever it may be, th- people want to ultimately pour into those who want to be a sponge. So I think you have to get in traffic. And as you get in that traffic, you have to look for that person that aligns with you in terms of values. And you can see, you can see where their values are by how they live their life. Okay. What's their family life look like? Like Mm -hmm. what is it that they do with their spare time? How do they take care of the things that they take care of, whether it be themselves, are they emotionally healthy? Where are they spiritually? Like all these pieces that you can evaluate externally to some extent, but you can also evaluate that, evaluate that through that relationship or through that conversation you work to have with mm-hmm. them. Um, I struggle to find, especially in the Midwest, uh, people that don't want to help others hmm. do better or be better. I really do. Yeah. Um, if you're in the right traffic. And I, I use the word traffic because if you're not in traffic, by the way, there's just no way to get hit by the bus. Like, okay, get in traffic. 
Like, just start talking. And if you just start talking, you will find your way. There's zero doubt. Yeah. Those are great tips. Those are great tips. Yep. And and I love the, the traffic image. <laughs> I know people say, build your network. And that's such like a buzzword, I feel like. And so the imagery you gave helped me even more so. Like, yeah, at church, at the gym, at work, all these different places, like putting yourself out there, meeting people, seeing how they live their life. Those are going to be some of the best places to find the right mentor connection. Mm-hmm. As as a mentor, what would you like to see? So in like a mentor, mentee meeting, what are some of those tips for preparation? Like how do you prepare as a mentor? But what do you expect from your mentee in that meeting or that interaction that you'd have? Yeah. On the mentor side, I don't prepare. And the reason being is it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about them. So they're going to bring their bag to me, whatever that looks like, and they're going to puke that all over the table. <laughs> the imagery is awesome. Yep. I love this. Yeah. Right? I mean, Getting that's, hit by buses and puke all over that, the table. That's what they're, they're going to do, though, right? Yeah. And they're going to say, okay, what, how, when, where, why? But they've thought through some of that, and they also have their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what do you want to do with it? Why is that important to you? What's in the way of you actually accomplishing that? And then they're going to ask, what's, what's a better way? What do you recommend? Like, what are your thoughts on it? Where should I go with this? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm that guy that's not an expert at anything, but I've taken the skills that I've learned from all the people I've been able and blessed to be in front of throughout my career. Mm-hmm. I take the best of this guy and the best of that guy or that girl or that leader. And I say, okay, they're really, really good at that. I'm really bad at that. How can I do that better? And I would say that uh, just by showing up prepared to have an open conversation with those types of people afforded me those opportunities to really take my game and my learning to that next level. Last question, top recommendations for our listeners here uh, when it comes to any any resources, books, podcasts out there around mentoring uh, to learn more, um, top, top recommendations to kind of close us out here as people think about how do I select a mentor? How do I continue to learn more about this relationship that can benefit my growth? Uh, I, my, my first recommendation is take a look inside and know yourself. Look at where you are. Make sure that that's where you want to be and the direction that you're going. If it's not, start making the shift now. Don't wait. Do it tomorrow. Like, don't let that sit. Number one. Um, so know yourself. Number two, be, get really open. Get absolutely vulnerable and be real comfortable in that. Because none of us are perfect. We are all absolutely broken, period. And be comfortable in that. Today's society doesn't breed that, doesn't allow that. Um, The millennials, I think, struggle a lot with that. And we've watched that through the evolution of so many things that I'm not even attuned with, like social media. I'm the old guy. 
right? <laughs> Um, the Twitter, <laughs> that Twitter thing, um, I I leverage it for for news. But yeah. for me, social media is the only thing social media is good for is how's it paying me as a business guy. If it's not paying me, I don't do it. Right. So you know, I, I try to get real self aware. I think that's most important for someone seeking a mentor. And if they're aware of self, then they can properly understand or review or look at those people that they might be seeking as a mentee or as a mentor. Sorry. Um, as someone who does get paid to do social media, I can tell you it's probably still not worth it. Just, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's above my head and I've, I've watched the uh, challenges that it's presented in people's careers yeah. and in their lives, especially young people. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I just, I, I'm not a real big fan. Yeah. Um, but it has its, pur- it has its purpose, yeah. right? My wife pulls a ton of amazing stuff off social media um, that she can use every day and it works mm-hmm. well for her. Mm-hmm. So it's about that boundary and knowing how to use it best, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that, those are, those are my thoughts. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any secret sauce. I don't think there's a yeah. private recipe. I, I think that it's about showing up. Uh, poor, hungry, and driven, mm-hmm. and you'll find your way. You'll absolutely find your way. And if you're challenged there, then start getting involved with communities and people and surround yourself with those that are making things happen mm-hmm. because they're going to pull you right along with them. Yeah. And you'll find that there's happiness in groups where good, positive things are happening. And that's what it's all about. Just that accountability, which we've talked about and on endless episodes yeah. of yeah, people to bring you along on their journey and help you on yours. I yeah. Like I mean, accountability guys. I mean, that's, that's my, my wife would tell you that's my middle name mm-hmm. period. Like the minute you stop being accountable as a mentee, you're done. Yeah. Like it's over. Like yeah. even as I, I've, I've fired executive coaching clients yeah. that way, because it's just, we have so much bandwidth. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't want that distraction. We want to be moving forward. Positive things should always be happening. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be, you know, beautiful and excellent and fantastic, but there should always be some form of progress, even if we're in a season of what I call timeout, mm-hmm. where things are resetting, things are getting reorganized, and we're preparing for that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, as per the usual, we could talk about this all day, but if I was to sum up, I would say... Get hit by the bus, vomit on the table, and don't be afraid of either one of those. <laughs> That's my summary. Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. The yeah, look in the mirror. Get hit by the bus, vomit on the table, and you're good to go. You're- <laughs> yeah. I never thought of, be- of it being presented that way, Ash, but I probably should have thought that one through a little bit. Um, my three main points next time. You can start that way. <laughs> but I, I just love the, the wisdom and the willingness to share your journey with us and it's so helpful to hear people who have dug deep, who have looked in the mirror, who have been willing to stand in traffic and get hit by, like, it's just so helpful to me to know. I think it's what Becky was talking about of when she's trying something over and over again and having people around to say, it's worth it. Keep going. Yeah. And that's, it's hard to remember on your own. And so getting to hear from you about your journey saying, basically keep going. It's worth it. That's super helpful to me and encouraging. So Thanks for being here. Thank you for 
sharing your wisdom with us. It was a lot of fun. Hey, thanks you guys for having me and thanks for the kind words as well. Um, I'm really excited to watch the future of all this evolve for you. And, you know, your listeners that know me understand that I'm approachable and they can ask me anything, anytime. Yeah. I'm that guy that you can ping with the text and I'll give you a thought. Uh, that's for sure. And, you know, I just thank you guys for having me and I'm excited about where the future is going. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Yes. Thanks, Jeff. We'll thanks talk so to much. you guys soon. Okay. Bye.